Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! Ha, ha, ha! You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to the second hour of Power with your hosts, Danny Bush and Tommy the True Neubauer. We come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. live and unrehearsed as usual. If you want to get in on the conversation, 799-1250 is the phone number. That's 414-799-1250. Questions, comments, fish reports, you want to brag about a fish, that's fine. Danny, I got something really cool to tell you. Okay, let's hear it. You know our friend, Sister Marianne Etzel, works in Rome, listens to us every week, You're right? listening right now yeah. to us. Well, she Hi, might... shout out, Marianne she, Etzel. She, yeah, she might be listening live, but last week, last week... I met, met the Pope. I met Sherpers, and the no-name bookie was in. Okay, he's over there, we're talking. And this lady walks up, and... I didn't recognize her right away. She said, Tom, I had to stop by and say hi. And I, and then it hit me. Sister Marianne Etzel, she's in the United States for about a month. You got a little leave. And the no-name bookie at the same time? Yeah. yeah. Did she anyway, place a bet? No. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. She placed the bet for she, the Pope. The Pope no, would like yeah. $100. She, she <laughs> made a special trip. To Sherpers, just to stop and say hi to me. How nice is that? It was so damn nice, Danny. I'll tell you. I mean, it really made me feel good. It really did. And and then she, I I figured she was going to go see Loey, but I told her, I said, well, you know, Loey's in California right now. She said, oh, no. Yeah. And uh, so I think Sister Marianne is leaving uh, right around, I think, first week of March this week, you know, going back to Rome. Um, but that's where she works. So, so folks, if you're a new listener to the show, Sister Marianne Etzel is a friend of our, of our dear friend, John, who passed away last year, you know, John and his wife, Loey. And we met, Danny and I met her years ago yep. and she listens to the show every week. Hard to believe. <laughs> and I email her every month or two, every couple of months. Are you really? Yeah. I send her, or she'll send me something saying like, yeah. oh, I heard this on the show or whatever, right. or, or she'll set me straight on something. Well, yeah. that's, hey, thanks. You must. It, it's a, I can't do it myself. Yeah. I need as much help as possible. Yeah. So she'll it's set me straight every now and then. And then I'll, you know, reply to her, tell her stuff, you know, that's going on or whatever. Yep. But, yeah, so I was, uh, I, I felt 
very honored that she actually made a special trip to say hi to me. So then, while while the no-name bookie's standing there, I said, oh, Sister Marianne, um, you know, you hear me talk about the no-name bookie, right? She says, yeah. And I says, well, this is him right here. And then I introduced her to him. I'm not going to say his name. And she says, oh, my, this is special. I get to meet the no-name bookie. <laughs> I should have asked her if she wanted to place a bet. <laughs> She still hasn't seen the Pope. Was he out on <laughs> work? Or, or hasn't met him. <laughs> Was he out on work release or something then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had to be back by six. Yeah, he had to be back in time. <laughs> wow. Oh, Regular party that, at Sherpers. Yeah, that, that was nice. And, uh, he, well, the reason he was there was because he had that uh, 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 G. Loomis rod to sell, and a guy bought it. Guy right. came over and bought it, yeah. So, hmm. anyway. Yeah. So that was that was the big story, you know. So that was very nice, very nice. So I'm I'm very excited, Tom. I'm in a yeah. big drawing for next. I'll know by next week, Friday. Yeah. Yeah. What drawing is this one? Well, it was one of those. I think it was in uh, the the one magazine with yeah. Wisconsin Outdoor News. Yeah. There's a it's a fe- a chapter of pheasants forever. Sure, and they have all that stuff. Yeah. Well, they basically got a raffle, and I just had a whim about three months ago. Hundred bucks, but mm-hmm. you got a one in twelve chance of winning. Right. So you can win like this Polaris. Mm-hmm. You can win a lot of rifles, guns, shotguns, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So it's been a long time since I've won anything, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking I'm due to get to get rocky here. Mm-hmm. So I need to get. Uh, you know, I see those I things. I win something. Ducks Unlimited does it. Pheasants Forever. There's a few other ones. Safari International. There's a number of them that do this, and I I've been meaning to do that too. You know, you for know, just buy bucks, a, or just buy one ticket for twenty one bucks. T- I bought one ticket for a hundred bucks. Oh, but that's what they were. Hundred bucks, but you got oh. a one in twelve chance. Yeah, I know that's pretty winning, good, which is better than your average drum of a million tickets. Yeah, so, right. I'll probably win nothing, but I guess I'll find out next. But you week. got a chance now if you win a firearm. I'm pretty sure, though, you'll have to find an FFA dealer. Right, to accept to fill it. Up paperwork, and they'll normally charge you 50 bucks mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. I'm guessing. Which is fine. Which is nice. For a free if firearm. You, if you got, if you get, got a firearm. So, yeah. Although that Polaris, it's like a seven grand, $6,999. Oh, snowmobile? No, it's a big four wheeler. Oh, the four. Oh, big yeah, quad, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those things aren't cheap. Yeah, they're, they're fun. Nice. They are fun to drive. I don't know if I won that. Yeah. Where would you put it? Well, that's what I was I wondering, Tom. How about I park it? it at your house? You can use it whenever you want. I wish I had a spot for I it. I got a spot for you right down the street of my old man's house. <laughs> really? So I, seriously, there's a shed that's that's empty, and we're looking to put something in there. He might take it down. I'm like, no, why? How about a boat? How much would he charge for a boat? For a boat? Well, yeah. is the shed big enough for a boat? Well, is the shed big enough for a boat? Probably not. No. No. Sheds no. don't put boats. Um, Tell your dad to build a like bigger shed, and we'll I'll rent it from him. Yeah. <laughs> or my It'll, son, he, will, he'll, my son do, will rent it. He would do it, but it would take him a year and a half, two years to do it. Right. right. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what. Can't wait uh, for this uh, early season walleye fishing. You know, like you were saying, how the ice is breaking up on the Fox and other areas. You know what the most popular lure is? What's that, Tommy. For walleye fish, the jig and minnow. Jig and minnow. Jig and minnow. Number one. Simplicity. What what colors? These are the these are the top. Chartreuse. That's one. There's oh, four hold top hold colors. Let me see if I can get this. I'm not even well, a walleye actually, guy. Five. There's five good colors. Chartreuse. Yeah. White. No. Uh, get a buzzer. <laughs> Orange. Orange. Yep. That's right. 
Uh, um, nickel. Hold on, I'm thinking. We gotta fuck you. Somebody is gonna thinking, tell us. Uh, yellow. <laughs> nope. Did I say pink? No, you didn't. But that's not one either. Believe it or not. Well, what are what other colors can there pass? Brass, plain, nickel. Pl- no, plain. Just lead. Lead head. Well, plain lead. That's not a color. Plain. Now wait a minute. Plain lead. Black. I should have thought. Chartreuse. Black. Orange. I had chartreuse and, orange. and blue purple. Okay, blue, blue purple. purple. See, I would have just, I know enough chartreuse works good for anything. So I would yeah. have been yeah. Joe Schmo out there with some chartreuse and maybe some orange. Or, or you know what's good? I is like the, the ones, colors. The ones that have both on it, chartreuse and orange. They're okay. half and half. Just like the blue purple is really good. Yep. Uh, it's a, like a half half, the orange and chartreuse. Uh, sometimes the lime green and chartreuse, you know, you've seen those two. Yep. Those That combination is good. But believe it or not, plain old leadhead or black. That's fine because you got to remember that if you're fishing 20 feet down in a river that's very dark already, they probably can't see those colors. They might not be able to. If you're fishing shallower water, they might. Yes. Who do you got? I got Al, who's on his way up there in Stevens Point. I have my. I'm unwary about Stevens Point, but anyways, Al. Good good morning, Al. Good morning, Al. How you doing today? Good morning, gentlemen. What's the good word for today? Hey, I don't know. You're on your way to Stevens Point. That's where you went to college. Are you going off up there to pay off some old fines or something? Or uh, what's? <laughs> well, when I go up there, I use a different name. Okay, uh, good idea. <laughs> but uh, no, there's a, a W uh, Wisconsin Conservation Congress migratory meeting that I'm heading up to. Oh, cool. That's the season for next fall, but. Uh, I just, Tom, I just went over the Wisconsin River twice. Of course, yeah. one, it's on 39, and then again on 94. Yeah. And it's crystal clear. There's no ice. There's no flows. There's no nothing. Oh, that's awesome. So awesome. That's, that's wide open. The only thing I saw was a little ice up along the shore, you know, on land. So that shouldn't be a big problem. Yeah. And, and Danny, you were talking about all the birds that you were seeing that were migrating through. Uh, a couple of days ago, I saw my first uh turkey vultures coming oh yeah yeah wow. yeah and uh usually they don't come till the middle of the month of course the sandhill cranes are back and uh i haven't heard a kill there yet like you said but you know the, the great passage on north is happening there's yeah. birds flying and like you said the other night what was it when we had the full moon yeah night, i think it was thursday night or wednesday night or something like that clear and and bright and there were birds. I could hear songbirds flying. You know, they were tweeting and moving along. They, they were really, they were really on the move, boy. I'll tell you. So, yeah, whether we whether we believe it or not, Mother Nature says, "Yep, it's spring and it's coming fast." Yes, so, it is. Well, you have a great day, Al. We hope everything goes good up there for you. Yep. All right, I'll, I'll keep you guys informed. I've I've got some uh, other fishing rigs that may be coming out next year, but. Until I hammer down some more info, I'll let you know. They're local. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Okachi Lake and the Rock River. So we'll see what happens. All right. Thanks, Al. Thanks, Al. Okay, guys. See you now. Care, Bye. You know, you know, last week when I talked about a couple of those uh, advisory questions that will be at the spring fishing game hearings yeah. about uh, changing the size and the limit up on Winnebago and uh, keeping uh, bass uh, open season long except for the catch and release would be different. 
You know, nobody called and voiced an opinion on that. I, I was kind of surprised. I thought I thought anybody who fished Winnebago would be all up in arms or something. I mean, I don't know. I just I just thought we would try have as had a we few might. Opinions. We can't anger anybody into calling us. Yeah, and and we did no. try calling River's Edge up by the Dells, the Wisconsin no River up by the Dells. It was uh, you said what? What did you say it was, Jazz? A voice prompts or something? When you called River's Edge? Why don't we talk about that off the air? No, just tell you. You yeah, said we, it was we, voice prompts, right? We, 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 yeah. We've got somebody calling from River's Edge. We'll be uh, oh, we'll oh be he's talking. got it set up. We've oh, got Armando. Oh, he would have told you if you oh, waited until now Armando break. from River's Edge. Now that's in Big Ben, and I was speaking of River's Edge up at the Dells. The uh, first one you called. You uh, said that was voice prompts. Yeah, it's automatic. Was, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I don't. I hate that. It's automatic. It, I, it's, it's I, auto- I hate it when that happens. Uh, I want to talk to yeah. a human being. Yeah. So okay, I don't so, want to have to press gentle, one for English or two. So, for- gentlemen, did you see what's on no. the wall over here on on our on our ABC Audio Video fishing. Home Entertainment? Simply done right. Fishing stuff. We've got some fishing television right. every morning. We'll have to throw some fishing or hunting. So on. when we come back, Armando from Rivers Edge Bait and Supply in Big Ben is going to call us, huh? He is. That's what he said. He All right. Well, that's then. what. That's what. Uh, that's what a uh, a person of a person who knows a guy that knows a girl down the street. <laughs> okay. Let me know about. So yeah, we're we're, we're going to get things going. Okay, we'll do that when we come back with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on twelve fifty AM and one hundred five seven FM. The Fan. Welcome back. We're letting her roll. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for rolling with us this morning. 799-1250, fishing, hunting reports. Or if you sighted a cougar, Bigfoot, or UFO, give us a call. And right now we have the man, the myth, the legend, the man who takes chances. That's you, Tom. No, this is the guy who takes chances. This is Armando. Good morning, Armando. Good morning. Yeah, you're the I'll guy who takes. Ch- you were doing fine. How about you? Good, good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're the guy who takes chances because you opened up a new bait and tackle shop up in Big Bend. Well, yes, I did. Yes, down, you, down, down in Big. Bend? Down in Big Bend, up in Big Bend, wherever. <laughs> over in Big Bend. Depends which direction you are from Big Bend. So yeah. So what's the uh, what's the fishing report, Armando? The fishing report is the rivers have been open they're finally calmed down enough a few guys are getting walleyes actually that's where i was kind of sneaking off this morning um what river lady here was i was going to head over to jefferson and see how the walleyes are doing ah we were talking about that earlier right i've heard a few going so far here near and i was going to kind of sneak off and see if i can get myself a couple Mm -hmm. well how about how about you stay at the store and you let your wife go and get a few walleyes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you don't even want to answer that (laughs) so uh have you so uh you you know you got a bunch of ice fishing stuff still there for people who need it but basically you're going to be getting your spring stuff in right very shortly the ice fishing stuff is just about gone we had a 20 percent sale Mm -hmm. going on right now about it um so it's just Whatever's left is going to go, and we're on to summer fishing. That's right. And if people want to get a hold of you for your hours, what's the phone number over there? Phone number is 262 
And uh, also, uh, just to let people know, I recut that ad so that it says on the corners of 164 and Edgewood. <laughs> yep. So people know that you're, you're just look for the mobile station. You're right there. Isn't so, that right by yeah. the golf course? Edgewood golf course? No. That's up the road a bit. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Up the road a bit. Okay, Armando. Well, thanks for calling. Thanks, and good luck uh, if they start nailing them on the river in Jefferson. Give us a call. Yeah, let us know. Definitely. I did want to mention to yeah. you, for all the listeners, is, uh, the 2018 book come, it came out recently. And definitely read the regulations because there was a lot of changes due to walleyes, due to lakes. There was some lakes taken out and some lakes put in. Oh, yeah? Really? Okay. Read the new regulations. Uh, panfish size limit went up. Northern size limit went up. And also... Uh, panfish harvest went down on certain lakes. Yeah, you got to check every lake you go to nowadays because you never know what they're doing. Right. Yeah. All right, Armando. Thanks a lot. All right. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye now. That was Armando from Rivers uh, Edge Bait and Supply in Big Bend. Uh, So anyway, Danny. Yeah. If my truck weren't being worked on today, I would. uh, I'd maybe take a drive to Jefferson or drive mm-hmm. somewhere and just see if anybody's, you know, fishing, mm-hmm. you know, see you what's know, going on. We've talked about this before, but up at the Fox River, if, if if the ice is out, okay, that Voyager Park, for people who don't have a boat and want to fish from shore and they don't mind taking a little ride, the Voyager Park is on the east side of the river, right, right there in uh, um, De Pere, and you you just sit there on the bank and you can cast out and you you got a chance of catching a big walleye. There's there's guys and uh, numbers of them. The only problem, Tom, is it becomes combat. Fishing. Yeah, there's a yeah yeah. It you're right. A zoo. Now it's not a zoo yet. It's probably no, not yet. But it's probably too. It's probably no fish yet too. It's probably too early. So, no, it's yeah. never never too you early. You might there. go there. Well, I guess you can never pick up early. a few. I suppose because uh, you you can catch a ton of walleye. We've ice fished up there in the past. Like, yeah, you, you ice fish and you catch a ton of walleyes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, so they're always there in the river in the wintertime. They're there, and just more come come up the river right. then. But, uh, yeah, they're there. Man, I'm telling you. And now's the time of the year if you want that wall hanger. Because, folks, remember, one fish, 28-inch size limit. <laughs> so if you want to keep one, it's going to be a big one. That's a big walleye. Yeah, and maybe and we'll give uh, Smokies on to Bay a call later. Yeah, today, yeah. The show. Yeah, we should Let's do that. I'll write give, down their give, number. Uh, it's, I've got it right here. Oh, do you? Yeah, my. Oh, okay. Right here in my dirty mail bag here. <laughs> doing my research here. All right. But yeah, Got you it. know, we were talking about jigs before, and it's surprising how many people will just go with plain leadhead jigs. No um, color at all. You know the guy who was the greatest jig fisherman I ever saw? My buddy Ron Johnson again. Yeah. That guy. Um, and. Um, we were up on uh, Nungester Lake years ago with with my bro, uh, with Horton and my dad. I was with my dad in one boat. Ron was in a boat with with Horton, and Ron was catching jig and minnow, walleye after walleye, mm-hmm. and we were getting snag after snag after snag. I kept tying up, t- having to tie off, you know, cut and tie. <laughs> and Ron, every time he catches a fish, he goes, "Hey!" and he looks over and holds it up. <laughs> Finally, after an hour of doing this, I said, "Ron." I said, I know you've just caught a fish. I heard you over there. I said, you're like a little kid who's just five-year-old who rode his bike for the first time and goes, hey, Dad, look at me. (laughs) And that that became the big joke, look at me, Mm -hmm. ever since. So uh, um, my buddy Horton, he hasn't changed in 20 years. Horton Horton was out with him in Arizona last week. 
on Sunday, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they got, Tom, yeah, seven and eight pound bass. Wow. Just monster bass down there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, Gillespie will probably be going down to do the bluegill thing with Ron soon. Probably. Um, but right now he's doing the big bass. And yeah, and he said Ron has not changed. Yeah. So Ron's in the front of the boat. And they're fishing deep water, big, big bass. Um, Ron's in the front of the boat. And, of course, Ron's, you know, Mark and his brother-in-law are catching some big, nice bass. But Ron, of course, is catching the biggest. Mm -hmm. And every time he'd catch a bass, he'd say, here, take a picture of it. And he takes, it's like the Miss January Playmate Playmate shoot. Turn it this way. Turn it this way. Take a picture. <laughs> Let me change my hat for another sponsor. Do this. I said, did you ever weigh him? He says, Mark goes, no. By the time he was done taking all those pictures, we had to get it back in the water. We didn't yeah. have any time to weigh it. And then there's people on the pier. Mm -hmm. And every time he'd catch a bass, Ron would smile and hold it up. And, and smile at the people on the pier <laughs> holding the bass up. But he, so he hasn't, oh, he has God, that's not funny. changed. But he's a promoter, man. I guess that's, that's what you got to do. All right, gentlemen, I got someone for you. I got yeah. John. He's calling from my part of town. Hey, the John, good morning. The beautiful part of West Dallas, Wisconsin. How you doing today, John? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's hey, I was, I was in the pier yesterday. Yeah? Hey, what's up? We got... We got nine of them, the three of us. We got our limits yesterday right away with about an hour and a half. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, John. It's a one-fish limit. No, not till tomorrow. Yeah, read John, the, read, read the rest. Oh, really? Tom. Not until Come tomorrow? On, Tommy. Come on, Tom. Yeah, yeah it's a spring, it's a spring oh, protected Oh, that's right. Time. You're right, John. I'm sorry. Yeah, how big were these fish you were catching? Uh, 24 inches, 23. Oh. Yeah, 123, 124. Yeah. And the rest were 17 and 18. Were you up by the dam area? No, we were by the, we landed by the uh, Dairy Queen. Yeah, you launched there, but did you go up, drive up by the dam? No, we were just drifted right in front, right out there. And really? Right, right out in front of Dairy Queen, huh? Yep. Just, yeah. just dragging, jigging minnow? Just a jig and a minnow, black jig and a, and a minnow. Yeah, were you on the deep weed line edge? 20, 25 foot of water. Yeah. Man, awesome, man. Are you're the guy. Of, you're the man. Are a lot of are a lot of meatheads out there yet, or is it relatively calm? No, no we got out there at like seven o'clock in the morning. And we were done by ten. Unbelievable! <laughs> awesome. That's fantastic. Tom, get your get your son's boat. And, yeah. Let's drive Let's up go. there. Let's, Let's go. go. Tomorrow. Hey, yeah. uh, and you and a black jig, huh? Yep. Yep. That's all you need. Really Any kind so. of with the minnow, a shiner, chub. What do you use for those things? So big, we were using just a, a, a just a regular walleye minnow. The big fat heads. Yep, the yeah. big the big ones though. Yeah, yep. the big fat heads. Big wow. fat heads. Yeah. So but, yeah, and, and it's tomorrow's the last day. So yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah, you got hey, it. You get it. We, well, the getting's good. We good take job. Our, we take our hats off to you. You're the man today. Yes. All yes. right. Congratulations. Let your, let your listeners know. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for calling us and letting us know. Appreciate it. Cool, man. Yeah. Thanks. Take care. All right. See ya. Bye. So for all our listeners, you got one day to take advantage of that because it closes, yeah. what, tomorrow, yeah. did you say, or uh, He said Monday? tomorrow. Yeah. Is it tomorrow? God. Either tomorrow Darn or tomorrow or Monday. got the window where you and got you know, some And you know, and I forgot all about that, that. There's a certain time. You're yeah. getting a little older, Tom. Yeah, I know. starts forgetting yeah. stuff. All I got, right. I got a joke to share with you guys. Oh, well, no, not. Oh. Is this one better than the seagull it's joke? It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not. Well, well, we'll wait for that during this break. 
So stay tuned, folks. You don't want to miss Jazz's jokes. We'll be right back I'm not with sharing more. it on the air. I'm sharing it yes. in between breaks. Oh, well, you'll be right back. Yes, you do. Yeah. Oh, now I do. All and right. so do we. Yeah, we'll be right back with Danny Bush, Tommy the True Newbauer, here on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. So hey, we're on a roll. Hey, the Midwestern <laughs> Shooter Supply rolling right along. Were you on a roll? I'm like butter. You're on a roll. They're going to call you butter because you're on a roll. Anyways. All right. We are on a roll today here at the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. We're having a good time this morning. You can. Who do we got on the line? Somebody. Oh, that's just ringing now. I thought somebody was waiting. Uh, seven nine nine twelve fifty. Tommy, you can't be Tommy, jumping off tell your the shoes. Let, let the me get. Ringing. Let me Se- get to the guy first. Yeah. Jeez, let seven, me get to the phone. Nine, nine, twelve fifty is the phone number if you want to give us a buzz. Got questions or comments? You know, it, it's kind of yeah. funny. A lot of people, you know, every store sells a lot of jigs. You know, for this time of year, right? And you know, and in some areas, like you, you got to use a big jig. And some people say, "Will that walleye really bite like a half ounce jig? I mean, that's a lot of weight." Hey, Tom. Yeah, Tom, they Tom, do. Tom, Tom, yes, Tom, yes, Tom, yes, Tom, yes. Tom, Tom, Tom. Someone's on the line. Tom, Tom, okay. Tom. Dennis from Boulder Junction. Oh, oh good. Boulder Junction. Dennis, it's our Dennis Boulder. you're on the Midwestern Shooter Supply. So, Cutting Edge Outdoors. It's our Boulder Junction connection. Good morning, Dennis. Good morning, guys. How the heck are you? Hey, we're, we're good. good. Now, we're looking forward to you, and you're going to be in the studio next week, Saturday at 7 a.m., and uh, you've got some great stuff to tell us about, right? Yes. Uh, next week, when we come down there, we'll have a, a surprise two surprise packages for your listing listeners and uh if you still have listeners next week we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh we've got two great packages and they're uh, overnight stays up here from boulder junction we've got uh jack's jigs and and part of the package we have uh granary restaurant uh uh, Boulder Bear uh, Motor Lodge, uh, White Birch Village. It's all going to be part of the package for your listeners. We're going to have a code or something when I get down to your studio on Saturday that we're going to give out, and then the first two people that bring that up at our booth uh, will get the package. And cool. yeah, you'll you'll have a special word that they got to say, right? Exactly. We'll have a slogan or something that they're going to have to repeat. Yeah. If they repeat that, they'll get the first two. We'll get the. Uh, all the package for the vacation weekend. So it's a real nice package. And I ran into one of your listeners at the Alliance Center this weekend. We were down doing the Madison show. So Yeah, they. Uh, as a matter of fact, the people who won a couple years ago, they've been going back now every year. And uh, they would call us and tell us how much a, what a great time they had. Yes, and, and that's great. They're coming up here and enjoying the Northwoods. And one of these days we're going to get you and Dan up here and part of your crew if you want. And, we're going to have a fishing weekend and golf or whatever you want to do. So. Yeah, I, w- I was talking to your wife, Chris, the other day, and uh, we're we're planning that out, you know, to get up there. Uh, I heard that. Yep. I heard that you're, it's in the making, so yep. that's great. So. Yep, it is, definitely. Hey, Dennis, right. uh, what, do you have any snow cover left up there by you? Right now, this 
the first of the week, I was plowing snow, and I thought, is this ever going to quit? And we have a lot of snow up here right now. The piles are huge. But the sun is out right now, and I can tell you right now, the snowmobiling and, and is going to be nearing an end here pretty quick. Uh, uh, there's The sun is so hot right now that it melts the snow on the trails. Yeah. So snowmobiling, you'd have to call ahead to the chamber or call to the hotel or wherever you wanted to stay to get a report. But uh, I'm not sure the trails are going to last much longer. It's supposed to be in the high 40s today and high 40s tomorrow, yeah. so that's going to put a, a real damper on the snow trails. So, But your ice fishing now, I mean, you guys have ice until, geez, middle of April, it yeah, seems like. Right now, Tom, the uh, the ice is, uh, uh, we got plenty of ice. There's plenty yeah. of ice on the lake. But we got so much snow cover, it's pushing the ice down, of course, and it's putting that about eight inches of slush up on the ice first, and then you got a foot and a half of snow. So Wow, wow. So, so it, you it, can ice fish if you want, but you're going to be going through some stuff. You're going to be working. It's yeah. going to be a hard time getting out there. Some of the lakes are better than others. It depends the way the wind blows across the lakes and blows the snow off a little bit. But we've got a tremendous amount of snow. In fact, people that have come up here this morning that I talked to just got into town, and their first comment is, holy cow, where did all this snow come from? <laughs> so, there's a lot of it, but uh, it, it's, it's ice fishing. This is the last week for game fishing, and then right. after this, it's pan fishing. And we still got good pan fishing yet, and that's going to start here pretty quick. And a lot of the lakes have been producing some pretty nice crappies and bluegills and and perch, so they're getting pan fish out here. It's just a it's just a little bit of work to get out on the lakes right now. Yeah, well, we're looking but, forward to you coming in next week. And right, we're even going to have a a, a a guide for a half a day. we got a broken-down old guide, Irv Keller. He still guides once in a while. A broken-down old broken guide. Down old I like guy. that. It sounds, yeah, like, he, sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> a broken-down old me guy. Me too. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, I'm looking, looking forward to it. We'll see you guys next weekend, and uh, we'll have some stories to tell. All, All right, right. Dennis. Good. Thanks, Thanks Dennis. a lot. Okay. Thanks a lot, guys. Okay, bye now. Yeah, this that was Dennis Royce, our Boulder Junction connection, giving us the Up North report. And you know, he always they always give away these great prize packages for the first couple people who come up to their booth and say a name a saying, and we'll hear that next week. And everybody who's won those prize packages has really enjoyed themselves. You know, I mean, especially when you get free lodging, free meals, free guide service, and all that. They they think it's great. So, yeah. So that'll be next week. Dennis will be in here because they'll be at the, the sports show that Saturday morning at the Milwaukee Sports Show. Oh, so he'll be show. at, oh, okay. So yeah, the so Journal they, Sentinel Sports Show yeah, starting. Yeah, it starts on Wednesday. So then he'll be there, of course, on Saturday. So when the doors open, you get over to his booth real quick, and that'll all be explained to you next week when he's in. So make sure you stay tuned to that. Right now, we got to go to a break. We got one last break here, and our last segment is coming up. So stay tuned. Of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies, Cutting Edge Outdoors. It's the final Welcome back to Midwestern Shooter Supply, Cutting Edge Outdoors, 799-1250. If you got a uh, fishing report, uh, if you want to talk a little hunting, cougars, Got a little time left. I got uh, something I got to bring up. I got to I got to do a shout out to Aubin. He's in a Bell ambulance, going to work this morning. So hey, Aubin, 
Thanks for listening. Also got a shout-out to the athletic director at Sussex Hamilton. Thanks for listening to you, too. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Go Lancers. Yeah. Is that what they are, the Lancers? No, they're the Chargers. Oh, I, the coach. Charger. I coach in the same conference as them. Oh, okay. Go Lancers. <laughs> <laughs> got to get a little they've rip got, in there. They've got, a gr- they've got a great facilities over at Sussex Hamilton. Yeah. They've got beautiful facilities. They've got a great indoor facility. It's like fifty yards, fifty yards long, um, and they're and they've I've it's their football field is a beautiful grass. Yeah, field. not a lot of people like grass anymore. They've got a beautiful grass. Oh, field. I like grass. I as long love, as it I, isn't. That's what, I, played, as that's what as, I played on all my yeah, life is grass. I as long as it grass. isn't lumpy. Right. It's got to be nice and no. flat. They, no, they got to have a little crown in there. You got to have a. Well, not, yeah, a, yeah, I know. There's a crown. Did you ever out at the the Badger, um, out at Camp Randall? Yeah. If you stand, their crown I, is I did stupid. this one time. I know. I, I was standing uh, behind the end zone on one end of the field. Yep. And when you looked across the field to the other end zone, there were people standing over there behind that end zone. Mm-hmm. You couldn't see the bottom part of their legs. Right. I was, I was There's at, such a crown yeah. there. It's like, but I guess when you're on the field, you really don't notice it. You you don't when you're on you the sideline. I was at we were yeah. we were there this year. Yeah, in Madison. You, we were at state, and you, were you? It, yeah, yeah, the crown is ridiculous. Yeah. when you're seeing it through it from the end zone. Yeah, but it, yeah, when the sideline, you really can't. Yeah, tell. and I, if you're on the field, you, you really don't you don't yeah. notice it. But yeah, there's it's a it, it seems like it's about a, I don't know foot yeah. foot and a half something like that. Yeah, it's but, quite a crown. But anyway, well they need that for drainage. So back to fishing. Oh, back to fishing and hunting. Yeah. Well, okay, get it. I was going to talk about the 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 jig colors and and I had mentioned it earlier Danny how in a river you're fishing in 20 feet of 25 feet of water like John was, you know, 25 feet of water. And that those rivers are dark, you know? I mean, and a lot of let's face it, those so, colors are not really visible that deep in that dark water. So don't worry about color. I wouldn't unless it, it but you know if a, I, I would imagine if it's a sunny day and there's a little bit of light getting down, you know, I mean, that you might be able to see that little bit of a well, difference. They got better eyes than we do. That's why a lot of guys will use a they glow. They live there. Yeah, a lot of guys will go to a glow color. Well, that makes Get sense. a glow, you know. Um, how about Of course, when, that looks real natural. How about, <laughs> how about when, when you are jigging, Tom, do you have to keep your line perfectly vertical? You try. When you're on a river, the term is called slipping a river, and what you do is you... You get the nose of your boat facing the current, and you have your electric motor, your bow mount, if you can have bow mount, hopefully, you have your bow mount motor going just fast enough into the current that your line stays vertical. But you'll still be moving backwards down the river. You'll still be moving. You're moving basically with the current. You want to be going the same speed as the current backwards. And that's why the front of the boat has got to be into the current. The back of the boat is going with the current. And you want to be the same speed as the current of the river, and that your line will be vertical. Then seems like a lot of work. It's really not. You you, you get it figured out pretty quick. You know, with your what? electric motor. You know, yeah. on how fast and you can just go. sit up front there, and, and then do you it just sit up front and, and jig over and the then side just and jig. And you know, you see a lot of guys doing a two a rod in each hand jigging. You know, That's two probably not the guy running the electric yeah, motor. Though. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I've done that all lot. But I'll tell you what, it, it's really weird. Well, you, once you catch you get a, fish a bite on forget- one, you drop the other one. And you better hope that nothing grabs her or you don't get snagged on the bottom that it rips the rod right well, out of the boat. You should probably just have a rod holder right there you can set it That in would be smart. <laughs> that would be smart. But at least, you know, you got two lines in the water versus one. But, so yeah, slipping a river. And, the, and, you know, when you go to some of these rivers, let's say like the Rock River. Right. That's real big on the Rock River where you've got guys, certain areas, there'll be certain areas 
that guys will be slipping the river, and they'll be slipping this area, and when they get to the end, they'll motor up, they'll go around, they'll get up in the front of the line again, and then start slipping. And guys will just do this one after another. Then you get that one person who wants to anchor right where everybody's drifting through. You're, everybody's drifting through it. They get to the end. They motor up. They go back to the top, drift through again, and then you get a guy who wants to anchor right there. Just screws everything up. And the funny thing is you'll catch more fish while you're drifting and slipping the river like that, then you will just sitting in that one spot. You'll catch yeah, more fish. Thinking about it, anchoring near a dam is kind of dangerous on those rivers. Didn't, didn't the guy, you want some be guy have some accident a while back? Remember a, a number was, of years. They were yelling at him to get out of there, and he pulled up the anchor, but then by the time he, yeah, I think something. Well, a really bad one happened a number of years Don't back. you want to have a knife to be able to cut your rope quick if yes, you had to? Yes, definitely, because the one guy got several of his fingers cut off because he wrapped the line, the rope, a thinner rope around his fingers or something, and trying to pull the anchor in, in a sheet of ice pushed the boat at such a degree, and an anchor was caught, and, and it happened so quick. He lost fingers. Yeah, lost fingers. My God, you know the pressure from God, unbelievable. I mean, it was yeah, that happened a number of years ago up by the Dells area. Yeah, below the Dells Dam there by River's Edge, you know. But anyway, yeah. It's all and, a good and, time until you lose a couple fingers. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and you don't want to be, especially when you get those big sheets of ice, you know, when guys are out early and there's big sheets, you got to be ready to cut that anchor line quick. Otherwise, it could take down your boat, and that's what happened that one time too. I think we talked about it a few years back. The, 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 the sheet of ice got the anchor rope and, and just started pushing it down, pushing the back end of the boat down, or the front end of the boat down, Jeez. and the boat went down. I mean, it's like. Yeah, you got to be ready with a knife quick. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful. Yeah, especially with those big sheets of ice. Oh, here's a quick question. Maybe we'll get a phone caller on this. 799-1250. Uh, last week on John Gillespie's show, he was fishing uh, Waukesha County Lake in Lake Country, uh, and he was catching big bluegills, big, nice, dandy bluegills. And I kind of think I know where he was, but I just wonder if any of our listeners got a, you know, if they think they know where he was, you know, if you saw the show catching in big bluegills, I mean, I got a pretty good idea where he was. Some spots in the background look familiar, but you can never be positive. So you're you trying know? to get some intel. Tom? Well, no, I, I, I know. You're I, I got a pretty good. No, I got a pretty. I got a pretty good idea where he was. I'm sure somebody saw him out there too. No, there was nobody else in the picture, and yeah. that's because it's one of those lakes we, that you can't. You there, It's really very hard to get on to ice fish. Very right. few people ice fish it, except for people who live there. Not many people who live there ice fish or fish at all. We have a big network, however, Tom. Yeah, we know a lot but I think, should, I, should I say where I think it was? Go ahead. Okay, I think it was Oconomowoc Lake. I think he knows somebody who lives out there, and he just walked out from the person's place, you know, because there was, was nobody the, else. The big lake or the little lake there? Uh, I, I wasn't sure, but see, Oconomowoc Lake, a lot of people don't realize it. They got a lot of big bluegills out there. I go out there. Every summer, I mean, every year I go out there to catch the big bluegills. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. They don't have many crappies, but we catch a lot of dandy bluegills. Big ones. Uh, yeah, nice ones. And, you know, I'm talking eight, nine inches. You'll, you'll get a lot of those seven and a half and eights, but you'll get a bunch of eight and a half, nines. Like in the spring, spawn time when no, they're in shallow? No, this is all, sum, all, all summer long. You find them suspended out there? Yeah, well, suspended, deep weed line edge. Those deep drops. Yeah, those humps and stuff. Well, not sometimes over there, but they were fishing one of the humps, and there's three humps. Right. Well, there's one hump in the other, you know, in the main lake, but in the little lake, there's three of them, 
And uh, they, they even mentioned, yeah, they were next to a sunken island. And so I, it, the background kind of looked like Conomwalk, but a lot of people don't realize, man, they got dandy bluegills out there. Dandies. I mean, my son and I, we, we, or uh, my sons, I should say, and I, we, we go out there a lot just for the bluegills. So you, were you jigging? We use them. We uh, use a mini mite. Okay. We use a mini mite and, uh, that's all we've ever needed out there for them is mini mites. Mini mite. Yeah. Just the mini mite. And, and normally we don't really hit them hard during the spawn. We like to let them just do their thing because right. we know where I, I know the areas where they are in the summertime, and so we just well, go to these areas and you bring up something rather interesting. There's really not a ton of weeds on that lake. It's there not, are now. There are getting to be. Some. Yes, years ago, no. Years ago, the weed the weeds started at 12 feet right. and then went down. And see, here's, but now there's a lot. The more. story, according to uh, Ben Huesner, yeah. Or is it Heisner? One of the two. Yes. Ben. Uh, our, our, <laughs> ben, our biologist, we have to have him on the show again too sometime. Let's give him a call. Um, is that the Pewaukee has all kinds of dinky bluegills because the huge amount of weeds in Pewaukee. Mm-hmm. They can hide good. That they yeah. can hide. And mm-hmm. that's why they're stunted and overpopulated. That might be. Uh, and I'm thinking, looking conversely, looking mm-hmm. at Oconomowoc, which traditionally you said it's getting more weeds now but traditionally i've been on it it isn't like pewaukee at all no no so, not at all no. so they've got big bluegills yeah probably because dandies. there's enough of the smaller ones getting they're getting cropped off and mm-hmm. they're not having become stunted so you got a good healthy population of big gills and there hopefully, is yeah hopefully it stays that way as I long so. as the weeds don't get too overgrown i there. don't think they'll get too overgrown because they got a lot of sand in that lake and uh the weeds don't grow real good in the sand you get some of that, those crappy weeds in the sand but generally they got a lot of sand there so and a lot of marl bottoms so they're you know there's certain areas where, where they're not going to get many weeds but you get to the edges and and those weeds go down deep there that thermocline out there in the summertime since it's a clear water lake i mean it's pretty clear those weeds go down a lot deeper and the thermocline's a lot deeper have you heard any stories about big muskies out of there oh in recent god years? yes their skies are still getting them i mean i've caught some nice ones my clients when i was guiding caught some nice ones uh when i was out with dave from badger reel repair right we had a monster chasing his sucker we saw it we saw the fish he was chasing the sucker we had but it wouldn't bite it I mean, that was, that was, I'm just wondering though. There's big ones. Yeah, I know there's there are, traditionally there monsters, but I haven't heard anything lately in recent years. A lot of guys don't talk a lot about it. Uh, they don't say a lot about it out there. They're no. quiet. Yeah. We got one minute, Danny. Anything else? Yeah, uh, if you want to see some gulls, go out to Port Washington. <laughs> I guess there's 5,000 gulls out there, uh, including some rather rare 32 Glaucus uh, gulls, uh, 25 great black backed. 20, 30 Iceland gulls and the are, spectacular rare slaty backed are those California the, and laughing gulls. So there's all these rare gulls out there. Are those the bagels or the seagulls? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. But I guess uh, before, there's a bunch of gulls out before there. Before you guys close it, though, I do. Uh, you were giving shout outs. I do want to give a shout out to my mom and dad who are listening for the first time. Oh, really? Yeah. So want to give a shout out to them. Thanks for listening. Have you guys? Yeah. We um, want to thank all of our gullible listeners. Yes, our gullible. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, so, thanks, thanks, Kim and bad Paul. Joke of the day. Love all you guys. Right. All right. Well, that's all I got, Danny. That's all I got. All right. To all the listeners, thanks for listening, and God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Let's get ready for some spring fishing, my friends. Talk to you next week. I was born free.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.